my. Oh my, hello, it's me, Sol, and I'm hosting episode 211 of the Lost Levels podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Suck, with two C's. Uh, today we're actually, me and my co-host, this is your cue to say, introduce yourself. Hello everyone, my name is Spider Star You. And unfortunately, it's just me and him today. Unfortunately. If, 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 if anyone I'd rather be with, it would not be Star You. I'd not want to be in a... Even like Aww. present, in his, I'm not ugh, just thank ugh. you so much. Uh, Today we're gonna be discussing um, competitive Pokemon, and this is something that I Staryu definitely partakes more in. I am yes. not a competitive player, pretty much of any game. It's just not in my bones. I would love to be one, but uh, competitive play in Pokemon is just a whole new scene because, I mean. It's pretty much, I mean, I, I'm not the biggest RPG fan, but I mean, I guess Pokemon counts as an RPG game, but it's one of the only ones I've seen with, like, a major competitive scene. And, you know, a lot of fighting games have one, but Pokemon is kind of in its a world of its own, at least with popularity's sake. Um, but I am <laughs> not one. I went to, I was nearby when I went to Washington, uh, when I went to Washington, D.C., like, a summer and a half ago. Uh, the National Pokemon Championships were there, and uh, I didn't go, but I think we left the same day they started, but I saw the Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions. I think I told that story a while, a while ago. But yeah, um, basically, instead of talking about how what me and Staryu usually use, which is Pokemon Showdown, uh, which you can go on play.pokemonshowdown.com, to, it's, which is basically a battle simulator, uh, we're going to discuss uh, actual competitive play, like, let's say you wanted to go into a VGC, you would do this through X and Y or Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So, yes. um, if you want to start, it, it, I'm not, again, I haven't done this too many times, but if you're quick about this, this can take maybe four hours to do all of this. If you have everything prepared, getting a Pokemon prepped for uh, a VGC tournament doesn't take too terribly long. It's just a lot of effort to get ready. Um, so the first thing is you want your Pokemon. Uh, obviously, the Pokemon you're aiming for is a Ditto, and you know, let's say you want an Elekid, get your Electrovire out. Um, Ditto's are extremely fun to are extremely handy to have because they can just duplicate the Pokemon you have in its base evolution, and you stick it in the daycare and bang, baby Elekid. However, obviously, you're not going to get the Elekid you want if, um, let's say, if you just do that. Okay, you're going to have to have poke the Ditto, preferably, with 31 IVs in each stat. And IVs are really weird things, and they're hard to see, like, to understand what they actually are. But yes, if the stats your Pokemon have, if, if, if it has 12 HP um, and 6 in each stat, the Ditto, then it should have all perfect IVs. I might not be right on that because I'm. it's really confusing and they're hidden and you can't really see them. And then the, But basically they help max out your Pokemon stats to the best it can possibly have once it reaches level 100 or whatever the case might be. If you're going to 50s and they have the level cap thing. Uh, that's another story. But um, the major thing that you want to focus on with the Pokemon stats is EVs. So, a lot of Pokemon are good at being, doing things, They're, like, some Pokemon are extremely fast, and so, 
if you were to say use an Electrode, which is one of the fastest Pokemon you can have, you want to max out the stats in speed. And how do you do this, you might ask? Super Training, which, uh, if you guys don't know what that is, that's in the, uh, the PSS, is that what it's called? Yes, that's what it's called. Yes, the PSS. Basically, you can scroll through to get, um, the, the trading and all that stuff, like online communication, Pokemon and me, and Super Training. And aside from giving you little bonus bonuses with that particular Pokemon as you Super Train it up, um, you can, uh, grow your Eevees, which grows the potential potential a Pokemon stat has. And the max you can have uh, EV spread as it is. There's 508 EV points. Uh, or, I forgot what they're Effort values. That's what they stand for. EV effort values. However, one stat can only have a max of 252. Uh, and you can... Doing the math really quickly, that means two stats can have the max of 252 with a leftover of four going to another stat, or if you're really weird, you can do like one and stick the three on another, but that's just best. And usually, let's say going back to our Electrode example, you'd probably want to put 252 on speed, 252 on special attack, and then maybe special defense or whatever the case might be for its last stat. But, I mean, don't use an Electrode anyway, because they're not that good. <sighs> so, you might have had all this ready when you bred. However, um, you also have to think about the ability, and an ability is passed down sort of weird. If the Pokemon you are breeding with, not Ditto, the other one, has a hidden ability, which usually are the better abilities of a Pokemon, not always, but usually they are. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. 80% chance of being passed down if the Pokemon is female. However, er, this is all abilities, sorry. All abilities have an 80% chance of being passed on if the Pokemon you're breeding with Ditto is female. However, male Pokemon cannot pass down an ability, like, it's not determined like that. But, there's a 20% chance of passing on a, a hidden ability through a male Pokemon in Ditto onto the baby Pokemon. So, uh, I don't remember, I think, oh, Gallade. Gallade is a male Pokemon. Breeding it with a Ditto will give you a Ralts. Um, I'm not sure if Ralts has the ability, or hidden ability justified, but, um, Gallade's hidden ability is justified, and there's a 20% chance of passing on the ability of having a hidden ability, huh, uh, onto Ralts. Yeah, Ralts's is telepathy, the hidden ability. So there's a 20% chance of breeding with Gallade and Ditto to have a Ralts with telepathy. Huh. Finally, Natures, which are another, um, which are kind of like a bonus not bonus thing, uh, there are a whole bunch of natures and they all do a whole bunch of different things. For instance, a modest Pokemon will have plus special attack stats, but slightly lower attack st but slightly normal, lower normal attack stat, but adamant does the complete opposite in which it's plus normal attack and minus special attack. Um, there's a whole bunch of different natures, but if you want to pass them down, you're gonna have to give the Pokemon that you're breeding with, um, a uh, Destiny Knot, and Destiny Knots are, I don't think they're that hard to find, I think you get them in-game normally, uh, before, you know, you'd have to buy a whole bunch of stuff with battle points at the Battle Maison, or whatever it be, so, it's not gonna be that hard to get, um, a Destiny Knot, and that, I believe, caps off breeding, except for, um, each game has a circular place where you can just hold down the left stick on your bicycle, and it'll just hatch the egg, 
as you go around and take more steps. Lumio City is the one in X and Y, and then for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, the Battle Resort Island has one, but you have to get to the exact right position. And then as you move around the island, the camera will switch and you'll just do it automatically. That one doesn't look like a circle, but trust me, it works. So you read your eggs there. And the plus side to that is for the Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, it pretty much seems like they meant to do that because there's a daycare right there. So you do not have to worry about uh, flying back and forth to the daycare to get your egg. So hooray. <sighs> Star, you have you ever done any of this? Done any of um breeding the, this like, all this breeding specialty stuff? I have done it in past Pokemon games, but they didn't really have like um the amount of support like they have in um X and Y or Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Hmm. They they made breeding and they made training your Pokemon so much easier in these games. I have not done it a lot in these games, so I can't really give too much advice on that. But it's pretty much what Soul said. They have these things available for you to do things easier, to make hatching eggs easier, to make, um, you know, getting natures easier, getting abilities, getting all that stuff. They have, they have, there's so many ways that they made breeding and stuff easier. So, yeah, I, I pretty much all I can say is that it's easier and, um, I haven't really been. I haven't really done it just because I usually go on Pokemon Showdown, like Soul mm. mentioned. I go on that more. But um, yeah, when you know, who knows? Maybe when Pokemon Sun and Moon comes out, maybe I'll be more into it again. But yeah, yeah. And on top of that, if we want to get a little more complicated, certain Pokemon can only learn certain certain moves through breeding. For example, if you were to have um. A, oh jeez, I can't remember that. Okay, if you were to have a Ditto and a Charizard breed, uh, I'm not sure if it, I think gender doesn't necessarily matter in this case. So, yeah, if you have a Ditto and a Charizard breed and this Charizard f somehow knew Flare Blitz, Charmander would get Flare Blitz. It's, it, it's pretty simple, but it gets even more complicated than that because, um, I can't name an egg move right now. Uh, but it gets oh. really... Yeah, let, let me go. tell you. Let me tell you guys this. Let me tell you guys this. This is interesting because, yes, breeding, breeding will let you have certain moves that the Pokemon won't won't be able to usually learn. And sometimes you have to do chain breeding where you have to breed one Pokemon with this Pokemon and then breed it with another Pokemon to get a mm. certain move on that Pokemon. So let me give you an example. This is bizarre. Okay, this is not like really like the most bizarre thing, but it's weird. Like, okay, you know Pokemon Sunflora. Uh huh. The Pokemon Sunflora cannot learn the move Morning Sun naturally. What that what, what you have to do is have a female Sunflora and a male Cherubi or Cherim and breed it with the female Sunflora. Then that little baby um, Sunkern, I believe, the baby Sunkern will yes. learn the move Morning Sun. So Sunflora can't learn that move naturally. And that's only just one example. There are so many more examples of Pokemon that need, you know, that you need to breed for them to learn the specific mood. So you should just go on Bulbapedia and Smogon and things of that nature and just look up the, look up, like, if I breed this Pokemon with this Pokemon, like, what move can I get? Because there are a lot of useful moves that you can get through breeding. And I just thought it was interesting. I brought up Sunflora because I, I was just thinking in my head, why is Sunflora... First and foremost, the sun Pokemon, yet it can't learn the move Morning Sun naturally. What in the heck? That makes no sense. But yeah, 
that's just one example of many. And finally, on the topic of breeding, um, if you've noticed before, the reason why you want a ditto is because Pokemon have specific egg groups. Some belong to one, some belong to two, and usually you don't have to worry about this, but if you're passing on moves like chain breeding or even, uh, I think, no, no, chain breeding, uh, you can't say, for instance, breed a, uh, Bronzor with a Seviper. They are not in the same egg groups, at least I don't think so. So, if you were to have, if you want your Snivy to learn Glare from Zviper, uh, you're gonna have to use, well, obviously, a, uh, what's the word, uh, what's Snivy's, Servine, Servine, uh, yeah, that's it. it. Chain breeding is, can get annoying, or even regular move stuff can be boring and annoying, and it gets kind of monotonous if you don't want to, uh, wait, because usually you're just like, oh, I have a Ditto, I have a Pokemon, breed, and here it is. But if you want to have a Pokemon with a specific egg move, it gets just a little bit more complicated, and you have to have that Pokemon with that specific egg move in the first place. And sometimes you can't get that, because let's say it's a level up move that doesn't learn until much later during it. It's for, like, Leaf Storm or whatever, in, yeah. on the topic of Snivy. <laughs> Let, let me just give a quick example of, like, um, chain breeding, because I, I, we might be confusing them a little bit. Okay, let, mm. let, here's a big example. This is, like, really good. Okay, so let's say there's a male Tokotic and a female Pikachu. All right, they breed, then they have a little Pichu or Pikachu, I think. I don't know. I think you have to give Pikachu an incense for him to have a Pichu. Am I right about that, or am I wrong? Uh, I th I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, like... Is it the light? No, no, I'm pretty sure it's just normal. If you breed it, you get a Pichu. Okay. Well, okay, well, let's say he has a little P Pikachu. The female Pikachu has a little Pichu. The Pichu knows Wish because the male Tokotek knows Wish, and the male Tokotek bred with the female Pikachu, so now the baby Pokemon knows the, the father's move. So that's pretty much how it is. Usually it's the father. If you want, if you want the Pokemon to know, know a certain move, the father has to know that move, and then the father will pass it down to the baby Pikachu or whatever other Pokemon. So then here's another example. Here's chain breeding. So let's say now the Pikachu, breed, the, it's a male Pikachu, and it breeds with a female Espeon. They'll have a little Eevee, and the Eevee will know Wish, because the male Pikachu knew Wish, and it, knew the, it knows Wish because of the... It's Father Tokatik. So does that make sense? I, I feel like I'm. I feel like no, I explained it better. That's yeah. That's definitely way better. Um, that's it's like having grandparents because it's like they they knew it, then the baby knows it, and then they have another one and it knows it. So it's like that. And finally, there are some things with breeding that you might want to know. With uh, held items, it kind of gets a little difficult because I think I, I might be forgetting it, but I think there's another uh held item you might want to give to a Pokemon. To get, um, you know, like, the Destiny Knot gives natures, but I think there's another item that gives you another thing, and I don't remember what it was, but if not, uh, you have to keep in mind that the Pokemon will have to ha hold an incense, or specific yes. Pokemon will have to hold an incense, as Starry mentioned. Um, if you want a Mr. Mime, or uh, Mime Jr., and you're breeding a Mr. Mime, usually if it's Ditto and Mr. Mime, you're gonna get a Mr. Mime. But if you do Ditto and a Mr. Mime holding an odd incense, only yes. an odd incense, you'll get Mime Jr. And then there's a, a whole bunch of other Pokemon uh, that have cases like this. And it kinda, it's not really all that hard to do. I, uh, if you're an X and Y, you can buy the incenses in Kumarine City. 
I don't remember where they are in X and Y, or Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, but I remember yes. that's where the incenses are. So it's not that hard to get, and it, there's only a few Pokemon that do it, and most of them aren't that, like, if you're doing competitive play, you're probably not going to want one anyway, uh, unless you're trying to get... Honestly, what... What would be the purpose of getting, like, a Bonsly instead of a Sudowoodo? Well, if you want to, like, fill up the Pokedex, then that is yeah. very useful. But, um, otherwise, you know, you don't really need to do it. It's just, it's like, maybe, okay, here's an example why you'd want to do it. Maybe you want to have a little cup team. Oh. Okay, that, that'd be a good reason to have it. But mm. most of the Pokemon that ha are, you can get through these incenses are, like, Hapini, Chingling, Mind Jr., uh, who else, who else, uh, Why Not? Badu. Uh, Munchlax, like uh, um, Soul said Bonsly, yep. Azuril, and Mantike. Badu. Oh, and B Badu, yeah. So it's some of these Pokemon are not really super useful while in their baby form, but you know, if you wanted to have a little cup team, you know, they they'd be pretty good. So that's why you'd want to get the incenses, and also the incenses increase um the moves, uh, increase the moves. Wow, increase um the power of certain moves. Like let's say you have a C incense. Oh. If you give it to a water Pokemon in battle, you get 20% increase on water moves. So that's why the incenses are used. I'm mainly using it for breeding purposes, but you could also use it in battle to increase the power. And finally, nothing else for breeding. Breeding is, again, it's just a lot to take care of, but once you have all this stuff, it's not hard to get the Pokemon you want, and it just takes a little time leveling it up and, yes. you know, getting the specific moves and super training, but you'll have a Pokemon in no time. But, again, you're going to be trying to get a team, which requires six different Pokemon, and I don't know if Staryu has a specific way of planning out teams, but and this is probably why I'm not a competitive player. My way of making a competitive team is just, here's a Pokemon I enjoy playing with. Let's pick a Pokemon that complements it well because of this, that, and the third. For instance, yes. uh, I was giving this example to start you in uh, our Skype logs, and uh, one of my favorite Pokemon, obviously, is Whimsicott. And Whimsicott is a good Pokemon to start off. Well, it used to be, and then... Well, okay, since I do this on Pokemon Showdown, this is different. Swagger got banned on uh, Pokemon Showdown, which is so annoying because that was one of Whimsicott's best moves. But yes. Whimsicott's a good Pokemon that, to start off because it could shut down a lot of Pokemon that set up, like Ferrothorn and whatever, but it's not a good attacker. However, if your Pokemon, or your Pokemon, your part, the foe, opponent, sees your Whimsicott and, um, and knows you're sending it out first, they may send out a Pokemon like Charizard. Or, yeah, Charizard. Charizard is a good example. Uh, Charizard's a fire type, so obviously you're going to have to switch out that Whimsicott ASAP. It's not going to be able to do a thing unless somehow you get lucky and your the Charizard uses something like Workup, and then you can use Encore because most Whimsicotts have Encore. But let's say you don't have that. Let's say you don't have Encore and you're facing against a Charizard and you freak out. You're going to want a Pokemon that can counter Charizard, so most likely a water type because there's a lot of good water types in uh, you know that are competitively viable is a term you'll probably hear us throw out a lot. Um, I, I would say that you're going to see a lot of Azumarill's, so using an Azumarill will be a great Pokemon to counter your Char that Charizard, especially if the Charizard Mega Evolves into Mega Charizard X as Fire Dragon, then you can use Play Rough instead of, say, Aqua Jet, but why do that? Because Aqua Jet goes, your, uh, goes first and you're not going to be faster than Charizard, it's just not going to happen. <sighs> 
So, that just gave you two members of a team. But, let's say you're like, oh, well, well if there's an electric type or a poison type, um, you could get a uh, ground type that's really good. Excadrill is a good example. Or Garchomp. Garchomp, of course, because Garchomp's a very good Pokemon because it's both dragon and ground and only has a weakness to ice, and ice isn't necessarily used as much as you would think it would, but this could go on for a while in terms of building your team, but then if you get to the end, you're going to try and get the Pokemon team to be rounded out, and I know it's really confusing, but that's just how I do it, and it doesn't, it's probably it's probably not to my benefit, but I like, I like Whimsicott, so I'm going to have a team revolving around Whimsicott. <sighs> You explain no, you you explain it right. Usually, when you make a team on Pokemon, what you want to do is to make sure that the the Pokemon that you have on your team supports each other. So, like, let's say I had, I have a team with Starmie, like 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 Soul's example. Like, I have a team with Starmie, so I want I want to have Pokemon on a team that complements Starmie. So I'm I'll have like a Heatran. Oh, but I need a Pokemon that also complements Heatran. When I say complement, I mean helps them out like let's say okay i'm playing i have starmie and someone sends out electric type what the hell am i gonna do i have to switch out i need a pokemon that can handle electric types i need a pokemon that can handle grass types dark types things like that so what you want to do is you want to have one start off with if you're new to pokemon first and foremost and you want to get competitive what you want to do is have a pokemon that you like or that's competitive competitively viable or both and just make sure you have a team that complements each other that so that okay let's say you have a scissor you need a pokemon that's going to help scissor against its weaknesses like fire types scissor oh my god fire types kill scissor so you want to have like a heatran a pokemon that has flash fire and can suck up those those fire type moves things like that you just that's what you got to think about when you make a team um that's pretty much it. I would I would also recommend, you know, having Pokemon that complement each other, not just one Pokemon, because if you just have one Pokemon and it's just all all the team members just complement that Pokemon only, your team's going to be a mess. You want to have Pokemon that complement each other so that, let's say, you have a normal type and you they someone uses, like, a normal type move like Return or High Jump Kick. You, you know, if you have a Ghost type, you know, you don't have to worry about that. And, and just little things like that. You, you also want to have Pokemon that are not just a purely offensive... If you're mm -hmm. one of those people who just have offensive Pokemon, you're, you might... I'm not saying you're not going to win, because trust me, I, I do that sometimes too, where I have like mainly offensive Pokemon, but you still... You want to have some type of defensive Pokemon. Like maybe an Umbreon that knows Wish, or a Pokemon that knows, he, that knows Heal Bell, like... um, What's that Pokemon called? Audino. You know, just little things like that. Just Pokemon that, you know, that can... Or, or that have... a status-inducing moves or that can put Thunder Wave on someone to make them paralyze. Things like that. That's what you have to look for as well. Not just be, purely offensive. Yeah, You're going to be countering a lot of Steel types, most likely. And so, if, if you were to do the reverse of it and not start it with a Pokemon, you'd probably want to be like, okay, I need to bring a Fire or Fighting Pokemon or a Pokemon that can use Fire or Fighting or Ground moves. Uh... Then, it's kind of like you have the steel type, and but your opponent might be like, oh, I'm expecting a counter to my steel type. Let me go bring in a water type, which defeats both ground and fire. Uh, and then you're going to be like, well, I'm going to need a Pokemon that defeats the water type that will counter my fire or ground Pokemon. So you'd have to bring yes. an electric type. It, it, it can go either way with planning a team, but I, it, it, if you want to get really basic with types, it's simple as just starting off from your Pokemon's weaknesses and uh, strengths. So, in theory, it's simple, but obviously, 
uh, Pokemon are under human will, so it, it just comes to your uh, ability of predicting things, which is another weakness of mine when it comes to competitive battling. <sighs> and um, also keep in mind that if you, if you lose, it doesn't always mean that you're not good or your team sucks. Sometimes it's just the opponent's team is just really a good counter to your team. So don't think that, oh, if I have a team and I lost, oh, I, I suck, I'm, I'm terrible. No. It could just be your opponent out-predicted you, number one. And number two, it could be your, their just team is really good against yours, and their team just counters your team in every way. So that's why you just want to... That's why I recommend playing Pokemon Showdown. So you can try out a team and, like, just get a feel of, like, okay, if I use, like, this this team, like, what's going to be my biggest weakness? So, and find out what your weakness is and then try to work on that. So, like, let's say your, your team is really weak to ground. And then you, you verse someone who has just one ground type Pokemon and just knocking out your Pokemon one by one by one. You know, experience that so that you can be like, okay, that's that's clearly going to be my weakness. It's clearly going to destroy me, so I got to work around it. Find Pokemon that have levitate or, or flying types and things like that. That's why you got to just try it out and just see like, okay, what works, what doesn't work and things like that. You're going to have to also keep in mind a whole bunch of Pokemon that are extremely popular in use. For instance, as Starry mentioned, well, oh, what if there's a Pokemon that's weak to ground? Well, I'm going to bring a Pokemon with Levitate. That Pokemon, most likely, you'll see is Rotom Wash. So if you face, if you have a ground-type Pokemon, expect a Rotom, and you're going to be like, oh, you could expect a Rotom Wash to destroy it. Rotom Wash is extremely popular, especially on Pokemon Showdown, but um, I listened to a competitive Pokemon podcast so I can't speak from experience, but uh, a big Pokemon that apparently is becoming a threat is Smeargle with the move Dark Void, because it's not really all that easy to counter. Uh, I mean, you could use a, uh, they, I think they mentioned Safeguard, but it was, I, I don't remember the exact, you know, counter for it, but it's just hard to do, it's hard to uh, face off against. So if you can find a Pokemon to predict, if you see a Smeargle and you have a Pokemon that's like, alright, finally, a Smeargle, time to destroy it with one move just for that Smeargle, you might feel like you've wasted a move slot, which is even more annoying. So, Pokemon is a lot, or competitive Pokemon is a lot about predicting your moves. It's just, I wouldn't suggest getting too wrapped up into that, because you also have to have just a strong offensive Pokemon. As Starry mentioned, some of them need to be defensive, at least one yes. in some way, shape, or form. Or, um, let's go back to my example of Whimsicott. Whimsicott's a, not a defensive Pokemon, but it's a... Pokemon that's good at inflicting status uh, yes. moves, and it's just a frustrating Pokemon to deal with. Uh, not too hard to defeat once you tear down its like substitute wall, but it, it's still an okay Pokemon at you know annoying people. You gotta have a Pokemon that does something other than just sweep. Is the term you'll hear like Gengar. Gengar is a sweeper. He's not. He's a s swift sweeper too. He's not something like. Uh, who's it? Chansey with an Eviolite, which is another threat you might see, not as often, but Chansey with an Eviolite is very popular because unlike, with an Eviolite, Chansey has more defense than Blissey, its evolution does, yes. so that's why you'll see Chansey more often than Blissey. I don't think there's, I think there's no plus to having a Blissey aside from a boosted HP stat, so. It, and leftovers, you could have oh, leftovers yes. and things like that. Yes, yes, yes. So, they're both, I guess, good. <laughs> so, the last thing... I would mention, actually, sorry, you have something prepared. Do you want to go with that now? Okay, well, yes, why not? Some special treats for the children. S some special treats, yes. Okay, so I basically made a team 
for you, the listeners, to use. I might I might actually include another team, but if, if I do, then it'll be, like, in the description of the podcast. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, search up thelostlevels.mariprylegacy.com or go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash user slash thelostlevelsmpl. And just look in the description. I will include a team or two teams, and you can just use that team on Pokemon Showdown. And it's very useful. I'll tell you the team right now. I'll just go over it quickly. I have a Starmie. Um, this Starmie is um, it's it's, a, it's fast, but it's kind of defensive. It has leftovers, so it has Rapid Spin, Recover, Scald, and Psyshock. It's a defensive Starmie. Um, I have a Klefki that has Spikes, Thunder Wave, Magnet Rise, and Foul Play. A Mega Gardevoir with Hyper Voice, Psyshock, Focus Blast, and Will-O-Wisp. You're going to see that moveset a lot, by the way. Uh, yes. Or, uh, the, um, if not Will-O-Wisp, I think Gardevoir can run Thunder Wave, so... Yes, I can learn Thunder Wave, so... Talonflame um, with Brave Bird, Flare Blitz, Swords Dance, and Roost. Bisharp. Does that, did I say that right? Yes. Bisharp. Bisharp with Knockoff, Swords Dance... Iron Head and Sucker Punch. And then lastly, a Thunderous with Thunderbolt, Thunder Wave, Hidden Power Ice, and Grass Knot. Now, this is an OU team, if you couldn't tell. Uh, like I said, in the description, I might include more, but you can just easily use this team on um, Pokemon Showdown. And all you have to do, pretty much, let me just explain it really quickly. Um, all you have to do is go, to te- go on Pokemon Showdown, go to Team Builder, and then at the top, press import or wherever it is. It should be like at the top or somewhere. It should say new team and then you just put import. And just import the text that I put I post in the description. And that's all you got to do. And you have your own team and you just go on Pokemon Showdown and kick some butt. And if you kick some butt with that team, you know, show me some replays and why not in the comments below. But yeah, like I said, if you're on iTunes, you have to go on our website to go ahead and find it. So thelostlevels.myrpolegacy.com. And yeah, it's a pretty decent team. Now, right away, Staryu, I think I've noticed a flaw in your Pokemon team. Because every Pokemon team has a flaw. It's just how it works. Um, this is more like just... If, for instance, let's say you were... This is a tip to all you people. For instance, if you're facing this team, I noticed that Staryu has two Steel types. The first Pokemon type you're probably going to think of using is a Fire Pokemon. Because Fire types are also very common along with Steel types. Simply because, you know, Steel types are very common because they have a whole bunch of resistances. So Fire types are often used to counter them. Uh, Staryu has a Talonflame. A Talonflame would be great at tearing down, uh, uh, what's its name? The name of the Pokemon they can't remember. Bisharp. Bisharp, especially because Talonflame has, uh, extremely high, uh, speed stat. And even though it wouldn't be necessarily helpful in this particular situation it has gale wings i'm assuming because why else uh yes. it would which lets it go first with flying type moves so there's a uh, or heatran is extremely popular and probably would be the counter to both of those pokemon um starmie uh if, even though you don't see it as much uh, a lot of pokemon will run freeze dry i don't think many ou pokemon can learn it but uh especially like underused pokemon that you don't exactly experience that much but face off against them sometimes uh they have freeze dry on them and it's a good move at tearing down the thunderous that's on the team and the starmie because freeze dry is a special ice type move that goes against good that's good against water alongside uh flying types um and then i could go on but that's just some uh ideas of if you're using the team to keep an eye out on and if you're uh facing a similar team you can 
plan ahead and have Pokemon with that. Because, yeah, you can edit. You can edit the team I have. Yeah, that, oh, that's the other thing. You can make edits to the Pokemon he has. It's not like set in stone. Yeah, so you just use what you want. You want to take some Pokemon out and just keep some Pokemon there. You can do that. Um, the thing with the Starmie though, the Starmie is very. This Starmie has a lot of HP. It has two hundred fifty-two EVs on um, HP, and it has a lot of defense. So, if you want to change it to special defense, maybe because you're worried about fire types. Then you could do that because this Starmie is really defensive. It has recover, rapid spin to get rid of stealth rock and spikes and all those other things that piss me off. Scald and side shock. So this Starmie is very defensive, and you want to keep this Starmie around. This Starmie is not like an offensive Starmie, so you want to mm. make sure the Starmie is defensive. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. What I want to say about um, really quickly about um, Pokemon in general. Anyone could be good at Pokemon. Pokemon is not like Smash Brothers. It's not like other fighting games that exist. It's not like Splatoon. Oh, yeah, Soul's really good at Splatoon. I, I gotta give it to Soul. Soul's really good at Splatoon. You gotta watch out if you've heard Soul in Splatoon. But I'm talking about Pokemon. Um, when it comes to Pokemon, anyone can be good at it. All you have to do is have a good team. So n basically, this is what you have to do. Learn the types. Learn the types. If you don't know the types by uh, by uh, in your head, immediately when you're in a battle, you should already know this Pokemon's weak against this, this one's weak against that. You should already have that in your head. If you don't have that in your head, then you got to take a step back because that is one of the most important things. That should be already like registering your head. When you see a Pokemon, you see a poison, a freaking poison dragon type. You should automatically know. Okay, ice type, dragon type, uh, ground. Psychic, yeah, they should automatically be in your head. If you don't have that in your head, then you gotta go study that. Go so go study types. That's important. Be pre predict your po predict your opponent's moves. Think in their situation. If you have a water type and they have a ground type over there, what do you think they're gonna do? Switch. Exactly. Most of the time, I'm, I can't say one hundred percent, but ninety six percent of the time, they're gonna be like, oh hell no, they're gonna be switching out. So think ahead. Think like, okay, what do you, who do you think they'll switch into? Okay, let's see. Hmm. They have a Ferrothorn. They have a this. They have, they have a Jump Pluff. They have this. So think ahead. Like, think, what would they switch into? If you were in their situation, what would you do? So just think ahead. Especially if you know the team. Because uh, unlike uh, Pokemon, or unlike VGC, on Pokemon Showdown, you get to see the team. Yes. Yeah. You get to see. So look at, think ahead and think, okay, what, what would they switch into? And, um, yeah, just things like that. It makes you have a good team that's defensive and offensive and has status-inducing moves, things like that. My team is pretty basic, but, you know, like I said, you can work on that. And just, that's pretty much it. That's how, that's how it is when it comes to Pokemon. Knowing the types, thinking ahead, and having a good team. And as long as you do that, do that more than likely, you know, you're going to have success. Obviously, you're not going to have success all the time because Pokemon also is a luck-based game, so... <laughs> There's fun, there's things like paralysis. Sometimes you're going to get paralyzed and you can't do anything about it. So you're going to get, sometimes someone's going to confuse Ray and you're going to get confused and there's nothing you can do about it. That's just how Pokemon is. So expect to lose sometimes, you know, but, you know, as long as you do these things like be competitive and know the types and things like that, you're going to have success. Trust me, I'm Spider Star you, okay? I know about Pokemon, girl. I know all about it. So, yeah, just do those things and you'll be successful. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I guess I could go into it, because, uh, we've mentioned a lot of Pokemon Showdown stuff, uh, and I've even mentioned a couple times, like, underused tiers, or star you meant over years, used, um, inside the Pokemon community, there's pretty much something, or competitive community, there's, uh, tier listings, 
And tears are kind of like the bane of people's existence because that's what they are. It's kind of hard for Pokemon to move up from the tears. There have been examples, like I remember um, there is a Pokemon, uh, Frostlass. Frostlass was in, I think it's Borderline 2. So Borderline 2 means it goes, yeah, it's still there, okay. It goes between the underused Pokemon, which are directly below the overused used Pokemon with a borderline between that, so overused, borderline, underused, and then borderline 2, Frostlass. Now, I believe Frostlass used to be in the original borderline, so it was even better than most of the Pokemon in underused, because of, uh, Frostlass is one of the fastest Pokemon, uh, that uses Destiny Bond. I mean, you can use it on a Gengar, which is much faster than a Frostlass, obviously, but uh, Gengar's strength is its high speed and high special attack. Like, you're not gonna... Unless you're really willing to sacrifice your Pokemon with Destiny Bond, it's, it's, it's just not it's not as helpful as using uh, Frostlass. But, obviously, because Gengar is in the overused tier, people might be able to use Destiny Bond better with him, uh, depending on the circumstance. Uh, it gets a little, um, confusing, because sometimes a Pokemon will have overused movesets, uh, and these are Pokemon when, uh, Pokemon's like Reuniclus, you could use it in overused tiers, but it has a specific mood set. The problem is with this, uh, most likely, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but most likely if you're going to see a Reuniclus and you're using, if you're in the overused tier, um, you're probably going to expect the move set. Like it's probably going to have that same exact move set. There are other Pokemon even in the overused set or overused tier that will have pretty much the same move set. And that's why you don't see them that often. Like, um, oh, jeez, Conkelder, or I've, I have yet to see with X and Y's release, so that's been, like, almost three years now. I've yet to see someone use a Breloom on overused tier. It, you, it's, it's still good, it's just people either have Pokemon that counter it easy when they're on overused, or whatever the case might be. So, it, um, don't pay too much bother to tiers, but it's, like, you're not going to be using a Pokemon like Rhyperior when your opponent has like an Azumarill and a Dragonite and a Mega Gengar, or not a Mega, Mega Gengar, a uh, Mega Gardevoir. So, it, I, it's just something you have to keep in mind too. Like, it's frustrating because believe me, almost all of my Pokemon aren't the, or favorite Pokemon are not the best. Like, Mega Absol's okay, but it's just a glass cannon with not the best move pool. Or Mega Gallade, who is borderline, that, or, which means he's just below like the big guns, like Starmie and Mega Gardevoir. But I, I've yet to really chip through. Like there are only a few Pokemon he can really take down that like he's handy for. It, once he gets through those Pokemon, he's he he's done for, which is kind of sad. So, um, don't let tears get you down. Your Pokemon is still good in your own heart, even if it's a terrible Pokemon like Rhyperior. It, it's it's good in your heart. Um, uh, I don't have anything else to say on. I'll just say one more thing and then okay. we can move on. Okay. Um, yeah, what Soul said is true, but you also gotta remember if you're playing Pokemon on X and Y or um, what's it called? Uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. If you're playing it on those games, they don't have tiers on there. I don't think so. So you don't have to worry about like oh um. Oh, I can't use these Pokemon, or mm -hmm. I can't use this. You can use whatever you want. You can use legendaries. You can use. I think you can just pretty much use whatever you want. So, yeah. you don't have to worry about that. We're talking about like on show on Pokemon Showdown. Yeah. They're, they're split into different tiers, so that because each Pokemon 
more so does well in the tier they're in because some Pokemon they just can't compete with other Pokemon like Pokemon like Starmie they're too good some Pokemon just don't compare and that's just kind of how it is. It's true. Uh-huh. I, hey, I love the Pokemon Sunflora. Sunflora is my second favorite Pokemon after, like, Staryu and Starmie. Like, it's my favorite of all time. On the podcast, my name was Sunflora. In the beginning Shh. of... The- <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. That's a different person. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. But uh, Sunflora is a very, very frail. And it's very, very slow. Even d- even weak. Yeah. So even if you put the sun out, if you make the sun use sunny day... It's still not going to be that fast, and it's still not going to be that strong. So, you know, that's just a fact. That's how it is. But I still love it. Doesn't mean I can't use it. It just means that you know you gotta experience. You gotta know that some Pokemon that you're using just doesn't compare to other Pokemon. Like Sunflower does not compare to like freaking Victory Bell or Venusaur mm-hmm. or Vileplume, Pokemon that just excel so well in the sun. That's just how it is. <laughs> you just gotta realize that and don't be too hard about it because it's just a game, and you know that's just how it is. And Smogin has rules set in place on Pokemon Showdown. The online for X and Y and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire does not. So you can feel free to put as many Pokemon on a team to sleep as you'd like. Yeah, uh, Which is why Dark Void's Miracle <laughs> they'll, is a is They'll trouble. probably disconnect, though, so yeah. keep that in mind. If you keep... I, I'll be honest, I would disconnect, too. If you keep using Dark Void or Spore, mm-hmm. you can do that, but I'm gonna be quitting. I don't have time to deal with that. It's why Whimsicott's a lot more better... Or a lot much... Well, it's... I mean, obviously your opponent might bring in someone like, uh, what's a, po- a competitive, po- I, don't, uh, uh, I think one of the, the Swords of Justice, so Kabalion, I'm pretty sure he's allowed to be used online. Um, yes. You can use him, uh, and he's going to be really good, but Whimsicott's also much better online because it can use Swagger, and Swagger is so handy against, like, a, a Kabalion, because if he uses, if he's going to, if you get him uh, confused and he raises his attack stat, He's going to hurt himself, and he's going to take a lot of damage. And that's why, I, even though I don't play it online because I'm not a competitive reader either, because I just, I don't, I have, I, get, I know I said it takes four hours, but I don't have the uh, stick-to-itiveness of getting all the resources necessary to make a competitively viable Pokemon anymore. Like I used to in black and white, but I don't, now I don't anymore. Maybe I would, but now Sun and Moon got announced, and uh, I don't, I don't have anything, like I don't, I don't even want to bother doing competitive Pokemon because Sun and Moon will be out by the holiday season. Yes, so you can wait for that, probably. It, is it coming out this year? Do we know about that? Yep. Or is it coming Comes out this out. year? Yep. Ooh, yes. You can definitely expect podcasts about that. Oh, jeez. I wonder where the competitive scene is going to be like now. Like, if you look back, because, I mean, I think Smogon has archives. You can see, like, the tier listings for older generations, and you're like, what? Like, I, I, I wasn't too aware of Pokemon. Like, I was getting into Pokemon right around when the third generation ended, but even I knew that Salamence was pretty much the best Pokemon, not counting legendaries, oh out God, there. Yes. He was indestructible. Uh, if you grew up back in Generation 3 days where Ruby and Sapphire, Emerald, and all those things, And Regice. It was yes. the best Pokemon. Oh my God, the Regis were everywhere. Salamence was everywhere. Metagross was everywhere. Everyone had a Salamence and a Metagross. Yeah. There was, that's just how it was. That's how it was back then. When you play with people, that's how it was. Oh, I, I, I wish I could be back in those days. Ah, uh, no, I, I'm not even the biggest fan of either of those Pokemon either. Um, really quickly before I move to news, uh, do you think do you think that um on Pokemon Sun and Moon, do you think they'll add a new type? So I was in this. I was having a discussion with uh. Well, I sent a letter uh onto the podcast, and they were like, "No, I I don't want there to be one, but I I think it would be 
interesting. The only type I could think of would be the light type, and they were talking about it, and I totally agreed. Like, I thought so, too. Um, is light type's kind of been already fulfilled with either the psychic or fairy type, like, at least the concept of it. But, um, with, I know this is super speculation, this doesn't have anything to do with competitive play, both the sun and the moon revolve around light sources, and I've always wanted, like, I mean, we've had it before with dragon types, but we, and flying types, counting Ho and Lugia, but I'd love another duo to share another type, and I think it would be cool if you could have fire light for the sun and then dark light for the moon, but, uh, I, I don't think there will be a type. I think it'd be cool if there was, and it would yes. make sense in the sense of the legendaries, too, but after that, like, there aren't many other Pokemon that revolve around light that aren't filled up with another, uh, typing. Like, I can think of, um, Volbeat in Volby, not Illumise, because it doesn't have one. But Volbeat has a little light on its tail. And that's pretty much it. Like, I, the other one I thought of was Lantern, but Lantern's water electric, and changing it to water light would be weird. If it got a mega evolution, maybe, but considering the only moves it can learn are water electric, and I think it learns, like, some spl uh, normal sp status moves. It's not, yeah, it, it, it wouldn't make sense to add a new type now, because the only reason why I think we'd, we you would add a new type is just to weaken fairy types. Yeah, they're gonna weaken the. I bet I bet you in Sun and Moon they're gonna they're gonna have something that weakens fairy types because there's there's too many of them that are super good. Like Azumarill is out of this world annoying, especially because it's pretty much Azumarill and Talonflame that are like super common, even though not that much anymore. But because Talonflame gets taken down with Stealth Rock, and I think Talonflame is a balanced Pokemon, but Azumarill is almost not. I can't. I can almost never take down an Azumarill unless I have a Pokemon like designated to take care of it. Because Azumarill is only weak to well four types, but uh, Poison you're not going to really see that too many offensive Pokemon on, and Steel is pretty much only if the Pokemon is a Steel type too. Like there are other Pokemon like um uh what's the oh uh Conkledur I believe you use can learn bullet punch, uh, stuff like that, but I, I do think that the fairy type just needs to be taken down a leg or two, maybe it doesn't have, like, as many resistances, even though I think it's only resistant to fairy and psychic, um, just give us something, I'm, I'm frustrated with the fairy type. I wouldn't mind having a new type, but when fairy was added, it was, like, just literally, like, an out-of-this-world change, like, mm -hmm. I was like when I, I sometimes I forgot that fairies were weak to poison and steel. So like when I had my Wigglytuff, I was like, oh yeah, oh, oh man, Wigglytuff is kicking butt. It's doing great. And it's on you Sludge Bomb. I'm like, oh please, that's not gonna do much. And then it freaking is super effective. I'm like, what the heck? Because you forget, you forget that fairy. You forget this stuff when it first came out. Not now. Uh -huh. Obviously, I know it now. But like back then, you you would forget that type changes were a thing. You for, you would forget also that steel no longer resists dark and ghost. That Which, was something thankfully. that happened. True, because still was cheap. The yeah. only reason why I hate that though is because the Pokemon Bronze, the Pokemon Bronzong got a sh the short end of the stick. Because the the cool thing I was watching uh, Checker Conroy's playthrough, I'm like, oh, someone else has noticed. Um, he was talking about Bronzong and Bronzor, and the cool thing about it was it could have only one weakness, but it would depend on what their ability was. They could yeah. have Levitate, and they'd be immune to ground, and or, or they could be have heat roof and then they just resist fire but now it doesn't because of dark and ghost and it's part psychic so it stinks and the fairy type also ruined a similar pokemon with that concept and that was sableye and spiritomb both being dark dark ghost with no weakness and then the fairy type uh because now they have a weakness yeah now ghost types are not resistant to 
fairy types, or w aren't, which I think they should, because that would also help take down the fairy type slightly and give the ghost type a little bit more, um, uh, what's the word, oomph to it, ghost type Pokemon. It's a similar case to ice types, how I love ice type Pokemon, but they're oh, all yeah. bad. Yeah, Every I'm single surprised. One of them. I am so surprised they did not make fairy, like, be, like, not as good against ice. I was really shocked about that. It's, ice <sighs> ice and bug types really need a lift up. And rock types. Those are the three. Yeah. Ice, bug, and rock. They are just so underused and underwhelming. I am so shocked they didn't, like, do something with it, that. It's because they all have the same, like, thing to them. They all have really good moves. Like, bug types actually are pretty good at offensive type. But... Yeah, X-Scissor, Bug yeah. Buzz. U-Turn. U-Turn. Oh, U-Turn. Everyone uses U-Turn. Yeah, but, um... You're not going to see, the, the, there's Caesar and then Volcarona, and I think there's, a, like, a few others. Oh, Galvantula, but that's only because of Sticky Web. Oh, I love Galvantula. Yeah, I love Galvantula, too. Bug Electric's so cool. But, um, you're not going to see these, uh, Pokemon of those types really in offensive play, especially in overused tier. Because especially because of Stealth Rock, and... Yeah, yeah it's the moves that are good. It's not them that are good. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly, and then it. fairies also resistant to bug, so that's another thing against oh. bug. Bug is just so I feel so bad for bugs, but bugs, bugs are you know weak. Bugs, bugs are sp supposed to not be useful. Yeah, so I get it, but yeah, yeah, they all have a they have all have a concept to them. Like ice types, they're really great offensively, but awful at defense. Bug types are similar concepts, but they're meant to be weak. And it's just like, oh, they have, like, a hidden power to them. And then rock types just are rock types, and they're supposed to be super defensive, but they're not because their weaknesses are the most common in the game. And they have, like, four weaknesses, five weaknesses on themselves, I think, right? Yeah. Rock fighting, has water, grass, fighting, Ground steel. and steel. Ground and steel. Yeah, oh my god, you're right. There's a fight weaknesses. I forgot about that. And then, uh, so does grass, too. But at least, uh, grass is okay because it's immune. Uh, grass resists water, electric, and yeah. grass, so it resists those common things and it's uh thanks to generation six it resists uh like stuff like uh the spores and sleep powders and stuff oh yeah that doesn't work so yeah, yeah. they definitely buffed grass yeah types. and which is why it's now it's it's like these three like it, grass was in that group of terrible typing and now it, it's 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 doing better it's it, i wouldn't i don't think anyone knocks grass types anymore like they do ice types ice types are the worst like even rock types are okay because some rock types are paired with pokemon that or, or paired with types that are good, but ice types, there are, ice types has no resistances besides ice. Exactly. None. Not even water. Ugh, like, a water is resistant against ice, which is stupid, and, but ice is not resistant to something like water, like, I, ooh, I don't like, I, and I love them, like, I love Aurorus. Aurorus is one of my favorite Pokemon, but it's the worst, it has the worst typing ever. Oh, steel, goodbye. And, and fighting. Uh, and fighting too, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Uh, it's it, it doesn't. I don't think either type offers the other type any resistances, uh, and it's it's such a cool Pokemon too. It learns so many cool moves. Like it's, I think it's the only Rock type that can learn Thunder Wave, but the, I'm probably wrong on that. But uh, like Thunder Wave, and that's such a weird move to have either Pokemon or either type have, and uh, and it has awful defenses because especially with its typing, it has good special defense, and that's it. But I'm not gonna go into. Aurorus and its awfulness, because that's actually all yeah, we have I have to say on Shadow Pokemon. 
yeah, I think I think pretty much we agree that <gasps> we said the stuff about competitive Pokemon. That's how competitive Pokemon is. And for the future Pokemon generations, hopefully, you know, they do balance some things out because this generation definitely is more balanced out than yes. before. I would definitely say that for sure because Dragon was running rampant before. Oh my God, everyone had a Dragon type. Still is, but still, but it's less, a little bit less. I will definitely say a little bit less. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's just hope that next generation just increases the balancing and things of that nature. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. All right, news and kamunene. Um, there's not actually that much, unfortunately, in the news this week. Uh, Splatoon. Uh, if you remember those special weapons with the, I think it's just alternate colors, but those weapons have been released. So it's a great day, everyone, for everyone, because if you want a pink splatter shot. You've got it. It's in Ooh. the store. Go buy it. Right, it's um, available now? I believe so. If... Oh my god. I gotta go do oh that. no, they're coming next week. Whoops. Uh, oh, you got me excited for no reason. Boo. Oh, um, Sonic and Mario Rio something or other on the 3DS has been released in uh, Europe and I think Australia and stuff. So, hooray if you wanted that game. Uh, but speaking of Australia... Uh, the Pokemon Go field testing is expanding to Australia and New Zealand. Ooh. Because, I mean, they're kind of starting off... Uh, if there's one thing Australia and New Zealand have over every, uh, pretty much all the other regions, major regions, is they don't have any translation stuff they need to do. Uh, they don't have... Because in America, they have to tr- have games, you know, ready for translation of a whole bunch of languages because we speak a whole bunch of languages and they're trying to branch out to as many people as possible. I thought you mean Europe. Europe No, has... and us too. Like, but uh, obviously Europe. Europe is... Well, we have Spanish and French. Yeah, yeah Spanish and French. Um, and then they uh, still have to optimize it for uh, languages like Chinese and whatever, just like oh. in X and Y. Um, okay. But uh, Europe, of course, German, French, Italian, Dutch, English, Dutch. They yeah, have German, so many yeah. languages, uh, which is why they're usually the last for stuff like this. But Australia only has to worry about English. So uh, their field testing is good to go. I didn't think we really mentioned much anyway for it, but um, I'd just like to mention that it seems like we're going to be having the only, the original 151 for quite some time. And even th- and even I won't be able to use Pokemon Go that much because A, you need a data plan, I'm poor, and I don't have a job. And B, because I still don't have the money to pay for a data plan. And B, you have to do a lot of traveling if you really want to get your Pokemon. But the cool thing is um, Pokemon aren't gridlocked to the same positions. Like, you're not going to only find uh, Hitmontops and Girafferigs by your house. I know those are two random Pokemon, but you're not going to only find those. Um, Pokemon have migration patterns is what it sounded like, and every mm. so often the Pokemon... or Actually, I think it might be every like time you leave and come back almost, the Pokemon selection changes, so that's really cool. Like I don't think you're going to be getting every single Pokemon from the same spot eventually, and I'm sure certain Pokemon, especially legendaries, are going to be exclusive to one or a few locations around the world. Uh, but I think that'll be... One thing I mentioned was um, on that same podcast when I emailed again on a different week, uh, they were discussing Pokemon Go. And um, if you guys remember the April Fool's prank from 2014, uh, you could find Pokemon all around Google Maps. And that was really cool. Um, I There are Pokestops around the world, just special locations where you get special things happen. Um, that give out eggs all around the world, and I thought, well, that'd be super cool if you could get, like, the po- some of the Pokemon, maybe, that you found at, or on the maps at those specific locations. For instance, on the April Fool's prank, 
you could find the Pokemon Chandelure at the Tower of London. So I was like, oh, well, if you go to the Tower of London and you can get Litwig's egg. Litwig eggs there. Like, maybe you can get Litwig other, at other points in other places around the world, but that's just a special little thing that happens year-round and you don't have to worry about migration patterns and predicting stuff. I, I, that's gonna be so cool, and I know it's nothing, that was just me nerding out because I'm a cartographer geek, but because I, lo I love maps and stuff, but I, I, I can't wait for Pokemon Go, even though I probably won't get to play it that much. I'm definitely gonna use it and get it, and I better get a Staryu and Starmie by my first week, or else there's gonna be some problems. So, what team do you plan on joining? We don't know the, like, full extent of what these teams are called, but in the beta, they're red, blue, and yellow. Which team do you think you're gonna be going for? Yellow. I think... Now, someone mentioned that these types, these, these things could be based off of the birds, legendary birds, especially because it is the 151. If that were the case, I'd be going yellow too, because Zapdos is the best out of them. Even though I do like Articuno, but I like Zapdos more. And Moltres no one cares about. However, no one cares about otherwise, I most likely will be doing red, but I do like the color yellow too. Um, obviously, someone did um, a literal psycho psychological... Uh, uh, what's the word? Psychological... Uh, the word's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, investigation, if you will. I can't think of the word exactly. Analysis. Analysis. Psychological analysis of how the colors could work if everything... If it's just going to be red, blue, and yellow, and that's it. Blue is going to be the most popular, because I think it's like four... There are 48 of the population around the world's favorite color is blue. It's the most appealing to the eye scientifically anyway. However... Yes, it is. Um, so this means blue is going to have the numbers. However, red is the second most popular uh, color in the world with, uh, like, I don't remember, like... 28% or something like that. This means, or statistically speaking, they're going to be the ones with the more aggro, you know, the ones who are more passionate because, you know, like, oh, we're underrepresented, or under underrepresented, the underrepresented often have more anger and emotion and fire because that's just how it goes. Um, and then the yellow is, I think it was like, they're more tactical because they're either thinking to the advantage of, you know, uh, this is what I want, and usually I'm not represented, so I'm gonna think smart and just stick with what I own. Uh, and so what would happen was the red and yellow teams could pair up together and topple the blue teams, making them have more numbers than the blue team. And no, that, that might have gone over some of your heads, but it was a really cool, um, thing I saw on Reddit. So, alright. <sighs> that's all the news. Sorry I went on a Pokemon Go tangent. That's fine, that's fine. People... Yeah, is will Pokemon Go coming out soon? Do we know if it's coming out soon here in America? I don't think I don't I don't I uh, maybe the beta will come out, but I feel like I some I don't know why, but I have the nagging feeling we're not we're gonna be the last ones to get the beta. Even oh. over even over Europe. I have and I have a feeling we're gonna get it by summer though. They bet that's the best time to travel, so it better be. Yeah, by exactly. Summer. It, I it, it's I don't think Nintendo or uh, rather Pokemon Company would want to pass up that opportunity because summer is when everyone's traveling and Americans are big on summer so that would uh, totally be something to their advantage especially because they are uh, moving at least so far at a moderate pace on getting it to mul the beta to multiple countries around the world because they've gotten Japan uh, I'm not sure if the entirety of Asia has been covered but all of Europe has or all of Australia and New Zealand has, so who knows? I, maybe by summer we'll be catching ride-ons and, uh, no, Pikachus around the country. I do take a walk every now and then, so maybe I'll find some cool Pokemon there when I go, but I don't have data, so 
Maybe there'll be some cool Pokemon in my house. <laughs> uh, you better hope so, or you better get some data. Yeah, that's gonna be sad. Oh well. Um, that's actual. Oh, that is it. Wow. Uh, so uh, whatever we whatever we've been doing this week. Yeah. Talk about that. I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, for me, obviously I've been a Mitomo. Mitomo's very fun. If you have at follow me on Twitter. Uh, please message me because I won't. I probably won't add you back because again I don't use Twitter, but it's it's just my link through Mitomo. Uh, so uh, Mitomo is very fun. I've weirdly enough, this is the first time my online friends and my real life friends have like congealed. Obviously, none of my like real life friends, the few I have who use Mitomo. Actually, funny enough, Mitomo is actually really popular in my school. Like a lot of people don't use it. Ooh. But I, like, saw, like, one of my friends who I would not expect, but she was like, I got Mitomo, yeah. And we were gonna add each other, but again, I don't have data, and I, well, I do, but I'm not supposed to use it, because it's not mine to use, it's just my phone to get a cheaper deal has to be connected to it. And I don't use it that often, I only used it once, and that was by accident, but, mm -hmm. yes. So, yeah, it's really cool, and but it's just weird to see, like, one of my friends, uh, Melly, Melissa, uh, she added me on Mitomo. I'm like, oh, this is weird. Now she might see Spider Star you saying some weird references. She just won't get. She hasn't commented on it, but I'm 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 waiting. I'm waiting for her to be like, who's this spider dude and why is he so weird? I'm like, why is he saying the fact like, that he like, can't do it like he, me? I literally was so mad when he said that. <laughs> I. I that, above everything, even over hoo-ha, that gets me so upset now. I don't, it's just so stupid. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even necessarily mean you're better than me. It just means that I'm not like you. Like, it, it's just. You can't do it like me. That, okay, you, okay, you're just worse than me then. I, I can't do it like you because I'm better than you. Oh, whatever helps you sleep at night. I, I knew it. That's what we're going to Me tomo, me tomo. Um. Other than that, I mentioned that I'm in a play, and I just got my shirt for it, which I'm wearing now, because we have play shirts each uh, thing, and it's pink. And I'm not... I, this is my thing on color. We were speaking about why I know things on... Psychological things on color, because I already kind of expected that stuff with Pokemon Go. I am very much into weird, like, uh, philosophical and psychological analysis. I don't know why, it's just a weird thing of it of mine, like, we were doing something in my language arts class, and I just kept asking, like, personal philosophical questions about one of my favorite books of all time, The Glass Castle. So good. So very adult, but it's so good. Oh, that book is great. And, um, we were discussing colors. We somehow got into the topic of that and how, um, in video games, people use color to, uh, express emotions. Obviously, the color red is used in advertisements, uh, to attract attention because red is the most... Uh, eye-catching to the human eye. That's why Nintendo uh, just changed back to the red color instead of gray. Also, something... I know it's not newsworthy, but Nintendo changed from gray to red. So, hoo-hoo. So, um, I, I think me wearing pink is just weird. It, it's definitely eye-catching, too, because it's on the spectrum of red, but it's closer to white. And nobody really expects people to be wearing highlighter pink. Like, this is neon pink with the words dystopia on it. So, uh... I, 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 it's a weird thing to have people just pay random attention to me and be like, why are you wearing that shirt? I'm like, it's my play shirt. And I don't know what to say. Um, and, oh, that's it. I haven't been playing any video games this week because I'm a disappointment. Aside from Smash Bros. 3DS, but I do And Splatoon. Oh, <gasps> Splatoon. Oh my gosh, 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 oh my gosh. Oh, I yes. had notes. I had notes written on this because the day after our podcast, so Sunday, 
we all played Splatoon, and let's just say I kicked Staryu's butt for a while. He was, he honestly, I think I've never seen Staryu so mad directly at me before. He <sighs> was livid. He was like, he was like, and Saul kills me again. Oh, and there he is again, because I don't know, and that was pure luck. It was like, I really wasn't going after Staryu. It was just, we kept running into each other. Or sometimes I'd see him spraying stuff and be like, Okay, at the beginning, him. okay, I can believe you weren't going after me, but like, after the beginning, <laughs> yes, I do believe like, you were like, oh, there's Staryu. There was two times where I can totally say I went after you. And the second is the best. We were on um, Museum de Alfonsino, and there's a part in... I don't know how to describe it, but there's only one way to escape. And Staryu's using the ink brush, so he, so he has no offensive capability. So instead of, like, actually, like, attacking him, I'm just sitting there for a couple seconds, and he sees me, and he's like, Oh, I'm cornered, aren't I? Which, yeah, you pretty much are. And it was so, it was the best. I, I splatted him, and he was so upset. And God then, was. and then, uh, we were also playing with Staryu and, uh, no, uh, Ezzy and Boo. And SZ is actually really... Oh, he's okay at Splatoon. He's, I mean, he's kind of like Smash Bros. Like, he surprises me that he's actually really good. But me versus... Me and SZ versus Staryu and Boo is the first time where we're nearly evenly matched. Uh, Staryu and Boo, though, have the uh, friendship uh, plus over us. Me and SZ are obviously not friends. We do not like each other. But we hate each other, in fact. Like, the reason why he's not on this podcast is because he got kicked off, so... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know you all be happy about that anyway. <laughs> so, but it was a great. It was actually one of the first times. I think it was the first time we all played Splatoon for a long period of time. The only thing I have to say to that is that if SC was here, the only thing he would say is, "Oh, oh please. please, oh please, <laughs> oh please." Well, no, wait, no. The best was when we were playing team battles. Yes, that was so fun. Even though, like, because the people on there were like phenomenal and we were facing for whatever reason just a whole bunch of three people teams and they were beating us yeah we were in a squad and it was tower control i believe yes yeah it was and great oh we did was, good oh that we was perfect good. i'm so i the only thing is like they made squad battles and that thing was just begging for something like skype like why yes. do that like are you everyone there is using skype Everyone is using Skype because, like, why just make a random squad and not be able to com- communicate with people you've specifically, uh, you're specifically playing with? Like, uh, I, I, that makes me livid, and I know the NX is not going to have it. I know it. I know Nintendo's not going to move on from their, like, weird, like, backwards uh, online capability with meeting people in person because I'm all for it. Like, Pokemon Go is a great way of, like, meeting new people in real life, but we're playing online. Like, we need to get over that. We're playing online. We need to communicate. Trust me. After the thing that happened on a 3DS with the swap notes, I'm not sure they're ever going to. Because that swap note okay, thing, but, I was so surprised by but that. But Mitomo. Well, the thing with Mitomo is that... Mm, you can yeah you can still post pictures and things of that nature on there so it's kind of it's kind of hard to say but swap note was the same thing like what wasn't it you could only send letters to people you were friends with yeah but it was more personal Mitomo isn't really personal uh so more reason why we should have some form of communication playing online i know i totally agree i'm just i totally agree i'm just saying like because of that i don't know if they will so that's all I have to say. Splatoon is great, by the way. I can't wait. I'm, I'm happy we're all getting back into it. 
Yes, and I'm so happy that I can play without getting disconnected because I have the new Wi-Fi thing that plugs in directly to the Wi-Fi. Yay. Alright, now it is my turn to talk about what I've been doing this week, which honestly isn't much. I have been playing Splatoon with SC, Dark Boo, and Soul. So it was, it was interesting. Yes, at first, Soul was getting me mad. That was absolutely true. But you gotta understand from my perspective, I was using the ink brush. So it, people kill me a lot, and you have to expect that. But it was happening abnormally. Like I would just first come out, and I would go down there on the stage, and then bam, Soul was there. But hey, Soul was forgetting that I did get him. I yeah, did oh, get no, him did. sometimes. He right. got me especially, I don't know what exactly happened. It might have been that I changed my weapon. I don't remember if I did or didn't. But Staryu was getting me a lot the like last couple rounds we did before squad battles. Like, yeah, he I was, was slain. Well, he was also going for me. True, but I was slaying. I wasn't going only for you, though. Um, but um, yeah, um, I've been playing Splatoon a lot lately. It just really, really been getting into it um, because I don't get disconnected and things of that nature. Um, I've been getting mad about it as well <laughs> because every time I play Splatoon, <laughs> no tea, no shade. But when I play with people from other countries, it lags. And not like lags like, oh, the connection's unstable. Not like that. But like you can tell like there's a second lag because I'm hitting them and nothing's happening. Especially when I play with people from Japan, all the time I'm shooting at them and it doesn't even show them getting hit. I'm like, what the heck? I'm literally shooting them. And then one shot from them and bam, I'm dead. What? Rip. I mean, clearly what I need to do is when I play with, when I play with, in, with people from different countries, clearly I need more defense. So clearly I need to start getting gear with more defense. But still, every time it happens, I'm just literally like, oh my God, because I don't even see it coming. Like literally like they're behind me and just one shot dead. I'm bam, that's it. And they don't, even, they don't even have a lot of um, power added to their um, weapon. Rip. So, oh, goodness. But, um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Splatoon. Um, I'm playing a lot of Smash Brothers as well. I've been going into tournaments and things of that nature. And I've been winning mostly. Some of them I've lost due to um, Cloud. I hate Cloud. Ugh, he's annoying. Um, and that's pretty much it. I play, I've been playing with some people on Miiverse. I put a little ad out, putting myself out there on Miiverse. And got some replies and play Ugh. with different people and it was you know no 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 it was actually fun to play with different people you know to actually talk with different people because usually i don't i usually only play with you know people Us. yeah so but when i play with other people and like actually talk with other people I, I, it's really fun so i think i'm going to be doing that more and maybe add them on skype and maybe skype with them who knows that could be fun too and um yeah that's pretty much it right now i'm eating some fruit gushers which Ugh. i love fruit gushers oh my god these fruit gushers are sour Mm. Oh, so good. I can't. Mm. Fruit gushers are the one artificial, like, foods that I, I can't. Like, I can't eat it. I I, I I repulse. Like, they're good, I guess. But I, I still, like, thinking of them, I just don't like, like, how they stick together when they're in, like, the bag for a little bit too long. And then you get, like, True. four. And then you bite into it, and it's all, like, gush. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, when it gushes out. Oh, <sighs> my favorite part. Oh, God. <laughs> nasty. I like fruit roll-ups better, and they're made of the no, same stuff. No, I yes. hate fruit roll-ups. What? They're made of the same stuff, they just don't have the mystery juice inside Okay, of well, it. I don't hate them, but they're annoying to eat. What? And gushers aren't? No, because the juice. Ugh. Disgust. You disgust me. I don't even... What What even, like, is the casing of a fruit gusher? Like, what? what's it qualify as? Just fruit gunk? Not gunk. I would say, like, a fruit... What, what, what would you call a fruit snack? Mm. 
Uh, I don't know either. Not like because I wouldn't. I would count fruit roll up and fruit by the foot as fruit snacks, obviously. Well, obviously, of course. yeah. Yeah, but they, these are like mini fruit snacks. Like yeah. you know, like the they have like little gummies. Yeah, but fruit I wouldn't snacks, call it like gummies. Fruit snacks are like gelatinous fruit puree. Like they, are, I believe they use gelatin in them, and I believe they use fruit puree in them. So it, it, there's that. I remember back in the day, back in the diggity dong day. Um, Oh, jeez, years ago, um, when Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was big, and this is before I moved, so I must have been in, like, first grade, my mother made something, the edible wallpaper, which was still the coolest thing. That was the coolest thing in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to me was the lickable wallpaper, and it had, like, mm-hmm. a taste. That was so cool. And you could make it. Like, there was a, a recipe book of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and the only one we made was the edible wallpaper, and it was just fruit by the foot that didn't really taste that good because... I hate. I I still do. I do not like strawberries, and it was only strawberries and apples that you could that they uh, had the recipe for. I don't like. Yeah. I don't like the seeds. I hate the seeds. Like I, if somehow we can make strawberries that didn't grow with seeds, I would love it because I actually do like the taste of a strawberry. I just can't get over the, the weird crunchy feeling I get when I'm eating them. Something tells me that that's never gonna happen ever. But no, I know. I mean, they could, but it just would be so counterproductive because the reason why seeds are. You know, there is to repop, reproduce. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Um, other than that, um, I've been playing Pokemon, um, Pokemon Blue. I, I, I'm so shocked. I still haven't completed it, but I'm gonna <sighs> have to put it back on the back burner for now because, um, I believe I don't know for, for sure 100, percent but I do believe that next week we're gonna be talking about Fire Emblem. E, yes, and I'm almost. I'm. I'm not. I have to start like doubling down because I'm not even halfway do, through with the. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know 100 percent sure if that's what we're doing, but I, I still need to double down. Yeah. So in, in, in case that doesn't happen, don't be surprised. Don't be like, "Whoa, you said we're doing that." No, I don't know for sure, but I think it could be this week or next week. Something like that. This week. I mean, next week or the week after next week. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, that's it. Nothing else has been going on. So that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Oh my god, thank you for listening. You're so nice. Oh my gosh. Um, you can follow us on the lostlevels.marpredlegacy.com where we post all the podcasts and cool junk. Uh, and of course, our host site, marpredlegacy.com, which is getting new staff, by the way. We didn't mention it last week. Um, there are staff applications, but I think they're over now. <laughs> they might still be open, so you might want to check it out still, but I, I could be wrong. But if you want to join the Mario Party Legacy staff, you should join in so you can be friends with us. Um, also, you can follow us on stuff like Tumblr and Twitter, and it's they're all varied. If you search up the Lost Levels podcast on any of them, you're bound to find us, though. We're we're looking super great, so you should totally follow us on there on yes, either. Yes, we're slang. On either or all, sorry, social media sites. Um, and then for me, Twitter is Absopirus. Again, I... Again, you're not gonna find me on Twitter that much because I don't tweet. But you can fi- use it to add me on Mitomo. Just message me and say, "Hey, I added you on Mitomo. I'm this person." And then <laughs> on Tumblr is hardly hardly milk. And then my Nintendo Network, Nintendo Network. I can't speak today because I have nothing to do. Is um compete on Nintendo Network. So hooray, that's it. I'm Spider Star. You on YouTube, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Nintendo Network and Google Plus. All of it Gross. is Spider Star You. No. So make sure you add me. And um one thing I want to say is um more videos are gonna be coming soon on my YouTube channel. Yes, definitely they're gonna be coming. No. And two, um, 
if you're gonna add me on Nintendo Network, make sure you tell me who you are. Make sure you say you listen to the podcast or you know me from MPL or the Lost Love, Lost Levels website, something like that. Just say you know me somewhere, because if you say like, oh, uh, I just want to add you, then I'm just gonna be like, uh, I don't know who you are, and I'm gonna de- decline the request. So flirt with that's him. That's it. Flirt with him. He'll he'll add you for sure. Well, probably. If you, oh, yeah, maybe. You know, you know, I had a dr- it's it's a short story, but I had a dream that someone that like a celebrity, so oh my gosh, celebrity, and I don't remember who it was, added me on Nintendo Network, and I freaked out. It was like, oh my god, why does this person have a Nintendo Network, and why do I know that this is them for sure? And it was a big deal. Um, so oh, little soul. Yeah, um, Kim Kardashian, you're gonna add me on Nintendo Network, <laughs> Nintendo Network, and chill. Oh, I smell like sweat. Ew. You smell like you smell like acid Betty's tears. Uh that's the other podcast. See you. Bye. Goodbye.